we should read our Bibles. As men dig for buried treasure. When the Most High gave to the nations their inheritance, when he divided mankind, he fixed the borders of peoples according to the number of the sons of God. In those days, and for some time after, giant Nephilites lived on the earth. For whenever the sons of God had intercourse with women, they gave birth to children who became the heroes and famous warriors of ancient times. Take no part in the fruitless deeds of darkness, but yet expose them. Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Life's a garden, man. You gotta dig it. Hello fellow treasure hunters, welcome to the excavation site. I'm Justin, alongside me we got Ben, Stephen, and Chad. We'll be your guides on this excursion. Hope you brought your shovel and your compass, because we got the map. Let's dig. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode. Uh, today's uh, subject matter is uh, Satan and who is he and where does he come from. Really cool subject. Usually I start off and say, what's going on, guys? But I guess I'll say, what's going on, Ben? We're pretty good, pretty good. Got the garden in. Just rained. The other two are out. Chad's sick. Steven had something to do with his family, so it's just us two now. Yeah, just us two today. Us two today. You're going to hear a lot of Justin talking today. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Maybe a little bit of rain on the tin roof, too. Maybe a little bit of rain. Maybe Maybe some thunder. This should be a lot of fun, uh, a lot of... A lot of cool things to touch it'll, on this episode. It'll be interesting for sure. So, But I would like to start off and talk about how the devil has just been in the way today. It has, for sure. Steve, you know, Steven said he wasn't going to be here. We already knew that. Then last night, Chad, he's like, man, I'm going to try to make it. But uh, we kind of got we kind of got a little sniffles. I mean, I've lost my voice this morning. He's like, nope, we ain't making it to church. The so, whole house is sick. Yeah. So that cut us down to two. <laughs> yep. Then we had church this morning. My wife's blood sugar dropped out on her, and she, you know, about fainted on us. And uh, me and give her some sweet tarts. And but Smarties. She just, yeah, Smarties. Smarties. And, yeah. and she just looked at me, and she said, I'm fine. You guys go do your podcast. Yep. <laughs> yep. He's trying to work hard and make, it, yeah. make us not do it. Yeah. But and then we get here. And then it started raining. The rain's coming. The thunder. <laughs> the lights are even flickering. You know, at one point we even said, get behind these Satan, didn't yep, we? Yeah, that's right. You don't want us to talk about this today. Oh, yeah. So uh, I guess I'll go ahead and say prayer and we'll get started. Yeah, sounds good. Dear Lord, thank you for the day. Thank you for the rain. We need it. Please uh, walk us through what we're trying to do here today. Guide us. You know, have, it, have everybody be, take it in. For not for what we say, but but let let you speak through us to to get out what we need to what we're trying to say. Lord, please bless us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So I guess uh, if we're going to be asking the question, who is Satan? Uh, we have to start from the beginning. Which, if you Genesis, uh, if you followed us so far, we talked about that slippery Nakash, you know, or, or serpent with the oh, yeah. first rebellion touched on it lightly so uh we're we're not going to totally rehash everything we've already talked about we encourage you to check out the other episodes but we will touch on them lightly uh you know genesis 3 talks about you know the serpent the nakash and you know later on in the new testament yeah we find out that uh the writers of the new testament connect this serpent with satan himself so uh the word is actually nakash you know in hebrew we talked about that in the one episode how right that's a word that can have many meanings. Correct. What are some of those meanings, Ben? Do you remember? You have accuser. You have, let's see, serpent was one translation that we translate it. Yeah. Um, you had the, the, the divinator, the shining one. Yep, the shining one, yeah. Yeah, and it mentions shining one a lot in the Bible. Yeah, and one who practices divination. So we ain't going to totally rehash, you know, Genesis 3. We know the story, and we've covered that extensively. But uh, one thing I do want to touch on is uh, Genesis 3, uh, verse 14 through 15, and that is uh, the curse of the serpent. And uh, the curse here, it says, The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, 
Cursed are you above all livestock, and above all beasts of the field. On your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put amenity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. So with that, uh, I just recently read a book by Timothy Alberino, and he referred to this as the, the Dragon Slayer Prophecy. I thought that right. was, was pretty cool. Right, because if you look at it, it it says offspring, right? But then it says he. Oh, yeah. So it's Our, one person, not yeah. him or, you know, he. Um, so, because it says there at the beginning part, and then it says he. But uh, I don't necessarily think it was a snake in the garden talking. Oh no! I mean, yeah, we 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 hashed that over, and we yeah, that's the divinator, you know, yep. the 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 shining one in the kosh, and and it's Satan himself, yeah, yep. you know, and the, and the he shall bruise his heel, of course, you know, it's Jesus. Jesus Christ, he's the, right. the dragon slayer himself. That's what in Revelations, right? The dragon yep. slayer, yeah. yep. And uh, also with our last episode about the uh, the garden, we identified that Ezekiel twenty eight, you know, in verse twelve. Uh, calls out uh satan himself that he was you know uh, it says that you were in the garden of eden perfect in your ways before iniquity was found in you you know yep and uh, every precious stone was your covering and named all these different colored you know uh stones and uh gold inlays so they, he was a shining one i'm sure you know all these right. different colors oh, and yeah. metals he was held above everybody else pretty much yeah kind of i mean they said that he i want to say somewhere in there it said that he was God said that he was his greatest creation. Well, the way he talked, he said, you know, you were, you were perfect. perfect. You were made ways, perfect yeah. in all your ways. Uh, so there he was calling out Satan and connecting him to the, this Nakash in the garden. But, it's, uh, but before that, he was talking to the king of Tyre. But then right. there's a whole second section of it Correct. where he yeah, goes on paragraph. Yeah, to the, the spirit or entity behind the king of Tyre. Because obviously the king of Tyre wasn't in the garden. No, obviously, obviously not. And not. he was not perfect in all his ways. Of course you know? not, yeah. You know, but even though, you know, he was thrown out of paradise, you know, a.k.a. Eden, you know, Satan still had access to the throne room of God. That's something that's always uh, stood out to me, you know, uh, just as the, the raven flew to and fro in Genesis 8, 6 through 7 with Noah, uh, Satan himself is quoted as going to and fro on the earth in Job right. 1.6. Yep, in Job, yep. So where Satan uh, enters God's divine counsel, as we read, you know, what what is Satan doing there? Well, what he was doing at that time was telling God what all he's seen. And then he said, hey, and I noticed this guy named Job, you know, he's pretty much doing what he's supposed to do. But that's only because he has everything. Oh yeah, he says, "Let me put my hand on him, and he'll he'll curse you, right?" Yep. So, in that role, if you want he to call it accusing. that, he, he was an accuser, yeah. like a Correct. prosecuting attorney. Correct. He brings accusation, tempts, and accuses mankind on earth. Right. Uh, another time in the Old Testament that we see Satan, and this is the only two times you see him. Uh, no name specifically uh, was uh, Zechariah chapter three, uh, verse one and verse two, and there he's bringing accusation again against uh, the high priest. But what's crazy about that? And I'm going to type that into because I want to read that to you. Uh, Zechariah three one. Okay, it says, Then he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan, standing at his right hand to accuse him. And the Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you, O Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is not this a brand plucked from the fire? So, there we see, where is Satan standing? On the right side. On the right hand of the Father. Correct. And later on, who stands there? 
We'll see. Yeah, we'll get to there. That's okay. a little teaser okay. for you. Okay. But uh, I didn't know if you wanted to go there. Oh yet. yeah, we're going there definitely. <laughs> but you know, notice you know he just he publicly you know in in the divine council. This is a divine council setting. Correct. He just rebukes Satan and he says, "Is not this a brand plucked from the fire?" Right. So obviously, once guardian cherub kicked out of paradise, now demoted to the to, accuser to, of the well, brethren. Right. I mean. As it says, so you've been plucked to, from the fire to crawl yeah. on the dirt. Exactly, know. yeah, the dung, as you said, <laughs> yeah, in the first yeah, below episode. the dung, below <laughs> the dung. But uh, you know, both of these instances is the the term Hasatan, you know, the Satan or the accuser. Nothing in the context indicates that the angel is evil or a single person in these two texts. It's a job title. It's not until uh, Old Testament period that Satan appears as a tempter. First Chronicles 21, uh, verse 1, where he, God, incites David to number Israel. In 2 Samuel 24, 1, is uh, the same story retold, but with Satan for the first time as a proper name. This name is substituted for God and pictured as an evil figure. So the first time, you know, in First Chronicles 21.1, it's where God incites David to number Israel. It's not until Second Samuel 24.1 that that same story is retold, but instead of God is mentioned Satan. So, and that's the first time in the Bible that it's not Hasatan, you know, the Satan. Okay. It's Satan. It's a... a- a noun, not a... It's a proper name. Correct. And, th- you know, this is the first time that it's just, like, publicly called out that it's a, an evil thing. Right. You know what right. I mean? Right. Uh, but as far as the Old Testament goes, this is all we have on Satan. We do have Isaiah fourteen twelve, where some translations have the name Lucifer. You know, and some tie that proper name of Satan... But if you do the research, you know, the author is talking about the morning star, which is Venus. Could it be allegory, you know, or, or just poetic language about Satan? You know, it could very well be, but Lucifer is not Satan's name. You know, when, when you look, you know, this is my opinion, you know what I mean, opinions. Right, right, Because, you know, you have many translations and some have Lucifer, some say morning star. But the morning star is the the planet Venus. You know, it's the the first planet you see in the morning before the sun comes out. You know, how fallen art thou, Lucifer, you know, the sun of the dawn. You know, right. And it says, like you said, the morning star in Genesis 1. Yeah. It could be referring to the same. And one thing is, too, is in the... And that's all we have, like I said, in the Old Testament. Right. Now, the New Testament, we get into a little bit more detail... But uh, I guess we can go with the, the many names of Satan. You know, Satan had many names in the New Testament. Of course, we had Satan, you know, Hebrew for the accuser. You know, the devil, which it was Greek for Satan. Belar, Beelzebul, the adversary, the dragon, the enemy, the serpent, the tester, and the wicked one. Uh but what, what facts or, or verses do we have that uh, refer to Satan and his uh, job title, personality, per se, kind of identifying verses of, of Satan? Well, for one, he's uh, the ruler. Uh, he's ruler of a host of angels. So when you go to Matthew, and let's, let's go on that. Matthew 25. 41 it says and this is red letters so this is from the the mouth of jesus says then he will say to those on his left depart from me you cursed into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels right so i mean this could be talking about the watchers it could very well be be talking about angels after the flood in noah because I know certain to do your army thirty two yeah certain people believe that there is a second occurrence kind of 
Oh yeah, more, we, we more did. angels have come down. Yeah, Deut- Deuteronomy thirty-two. You know, I mean that yep. was after the flood, and and you know, Psalms eighty-nine plainly says, you know, how long will you rule unjustly? Yeah, you know? yeah, and that was another council. Yeah, event. Uh, another aspect we have uh, is controller of this world. So where do we have in our New Testament where it talks about Satan being in control of this well, world? Well, Luke four seven is one, or six. Yeah, go ahead, man. The uh, time when Jesus was out and the devil Satan took him up on t- is that where you're going? Oh yeah, took him up on top of Mount what? It's was it? Hermon? Well, it just says a high place. Okay, you know. Okay, up on a high place where they could maybe see. Maybe it was Mount Hermon. Right. You, I remember you saying something like that. You were saying because that was where the fallen yeah come, and it was kind of, you know, but uh, maybe a stargate or something. Yeah. You know? well, <laughs> hey, you don't know. You know we don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. But uh, Satan said, "Hey, you know, if you follow me, I can I can give you everything," and Jesus did not rebuke him to say. They're not yours to give. Right. He told them to be gone, pretty much. Yeah. You know. So, so if, and I would just, I, I would believe that Jesus, if it was, you know, like, it ain't yours to give, big boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's not what was said. So, so they are the devil, Satan, Lucifer, yeah. whoever. They are his to give. So therefore, if they're his to give, he's the owner, yeah, or the ruler, anyways. Yeah, and it's almost like well, I guess it's kind of the parable with the uh, was it the land, the bad tenants, the bad tenants. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's allegory the, for all this the, stuff. Yep, it's um, God owns it, obviously. Yeah, he created but, it, but he's letting in that the devil's the bad tenant. He's he's treating the land improper well, but, goes back but to he's still Tower renting, of Babel. yeah you know, we chased after them and want and worship oh, yeah. them as god so and god was said, like fine. okay yeah fine i'll let them rule over you then if that's yep. what you want yeah if that's what but you Israel's want mine. that's right <laughs> but if that's what you want then it's 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 on you you know you made that decision you have to pay the consequences yeah. because the thing is you know we're we are given dominion at creation correct. over this place correct it's ours and we but, pretty but, much but gave we it traded up. it we yep. traded the we truth for lies paul said yep we we worship the created things instead of the creator the yep but yeah but luke 4 and 5 that verse it says and the devil took him and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time and said to him to you i will give all this authority and their glory for it has been delivered to me and i give it to whom i will if you then will worship me, it will all be yours. Yep. So he plainly says it was given to him, and it's it's up to him who he gives it to. And that's why in Revelations, you know, we see that he gives his authority to what? The beast. Oh, yeah. And you also, um, I mean, look at modern times. You know, you hear about people selling their soul to the devil so they could be popular or have money. and Well, yeah. If, if it's his to give... And you truly have that conversation with them, I I just about bet there's no coming back from that. Oh yeah, you know, I would hope there is. You know, that's just something I just don't know. Oh yeah, I, I don't want to find out either. <laughs> no, no, not you know, at all. I, so I'll, I'll take those rock stars' words for it. You know. Yeah, <laughs> they die sometime. I'd rather live forever. But uh, another example of uh, the controller of this world, you know, Acts twenty six eighteen says to open their eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by the faith in me. Uh, second, let's see, second Corinthians. Chapter 4, verse 4. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. You see that every day. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we got several verses to support that he was the controller of this world, 
He still is. Yeah. And he is uh, a ruler of a host of angels. Yep. So he's His got an angels. army. Yep. Uh, let's see. We got Mark. Chapter 4. Verse 15. And right here, uh, another characteristic of Satan is he governs all non-Christians. Mark 4.15 goes on to say that Satan steals the seed sown. It says, And these are the ones along the path. And this is Christ. This is red letters. And these are the ones along the path where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan immediately comes and takes away the word that is sown in them. Almost like, I guess it would, I remember hearing this analogy somewhere. I can't remember where. But it's like you throw your seeds down. You have some rocks over here. That, that's some, this passage. Okay, you got you know, and so obviously what lands on rocks ain't gonna ain't gonna grow into anything. Then you have the 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 dirt or the the seeds that kind of get trampled a little bit. So they you know they might get stepped on. Some of them might produce nothing. Other ones might get turned into the soil and sprout and actually grow. Then you have the other seeds. Kind of like the devil, that's comes a bird and steals them. that comes and eats them, takes them away. And some are swallowed up by thistles, you know, yep. thorns. Yep, know. it's choked out. Yep, and I mean, truly, it's a it's a rough world today to try to worship God the the correct way. Oh yeah, our, our best way. Oh yeah, because I mean, you, you have so it. many temptation well, and evil around well, I mean, you because the ruler of this world. Yeah, and it's and He's that's got a firm grip on it. My one saying that I always say, and I, I talk to a couple guys that I work with all the time, you know, and it's uh, if it's not of God, it's of the devil. Right. There's no. It's black or it's white, or in this case, white God or it's black. There's no shadow. There's no gray. And unfortunately, most things in this world is on the devil. Oh, yeah, it's his playground. And it's, I mean, you know, the Internet's the worst thing ever. You um, can yeah. find anything you want with a stroke of some keys and that inner button. And at the same time, it's a tool. Well, yeah, but devil, I mean, the you devil can use it Satan both and, ways. And also, I mean, I don't want to push all of our bad decisions on, on Satan well, and the fallen angels. It's we, on us. We make the choice, but he, he makes it, he he uh, stacks the deck, so to say. Right. But at oh, the yeah. same time, the Internet's a great tool. I mean, it, with Logos Bible software, I use every use single day. Use it the correct way. Exactly. If you use it the correct way, it's a tool. But with any tool, you can use it like a, I don't know, Oh, a hammer. You say, can build something or destroy or you, something. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. But John eight forty four it says, uh, you, and this is about the people of this world, the non-Christians. It says, you are of your father, the devil. Your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. You know, he was a murderer from the beginning, it says. You know, you are your, of your father, the devil. Well, what did he do? He murdered Adam and Eve, pretty much. Oh, yeah. He brought death into the world because you know, yeah. the wages of sin is death. Exactly. Yep. Over, over, over jealousy is pretty much what it was. He wanted to be God. It was <laughs> jealousy. Yeah. <laughs> and what's the most? What's the most potent? What well, personality is a jealous person? I mean, you can't do nothing with them. Yeah. Nothing. Because if they get what they're jealous of, they're jealous of something else. There's no satisfying that. But, of course, we know another characteristic is the tempter, and we've done yep. covered many verses yep. on that. Uh, but also, Second uh, Corinthians chapter 11, verse 13 through 14 says that, you know, uh, Satan himself disguises himself as an angel of light. Oh, he tries, yeah. I mean, was it Revelations? It kind of even talks about he tries to. Well, he fools the world. Well, he fools the, the world, but but he has his own trinity. 
Pre- pretty much. Trinity, yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything everything that he can do, he sees good and he tries to twist it. And was he not an to angel make it of look light good. in the garden? He was. There you, yeah. They they trusted him. Yo, they yeah. thought he was a, one of the good him. guys. He was in God's garden. He couldn't right. be bad. He wouldn't lead us yeah, astray. Everything in God's garden was good. But it was jealousy like you talked jealousy. about. Jealousy. I that, mean, that's that, like that. the worst. Well, wine's the worst, I think. But Yeah. <laughs> You know, so we we have you know all. Uh, but he all did the that names. too, I guess, didn't he? Yeah, in a, in a way. So you know, we have all the names of Satan. You know, right? Uh, we've nailed down characteristics of Satan. So how does one defend themselves against this now known enemy? Well, first thing you got to do is you got to pray. You got to read the Bible. The Bible is your your it's the guide. Sword. It's yeah. Well, yeah. It's the sword. What did Jesus combat Satan with when he tempted him? Exactly. The word of God. The word of God. And what is the word? Jesus is the word. That's right. It is God. Yeah. Practically, you know, because Jesus is God yeah. in flesh. Yeah. And see, and that goes right along with what I was going to do with the uh, you know Ephesians six eleven. You know that says, "Put on the whole armor of the Lord." Why? So you may resist the schemes of the devil. Yep, and you got to have it all on, too. Mm-hmm. You got one piece missing, you're able to get stuck. In James 4, 7, and James was, you know, Jesus' half-brother. He says, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Yep. And we've seen that's exactly what happened in Luke, right? It is. He fought Satan with, with the sword, which was the word of God, yep. and what and happened? He, he had to leave him alone. He, he flee. Yep. He, well, to an opportune time, it said. Yep. And that was Judas. And that's every time. Yeah. Judas. Yep. And and God knew it was coming. And what did he say? I, were we talking about this the other day? Oh, yeah. He gave permission. He said, okay. He looked at Judas after he took the the communion, pretty yeah, much. The bread, know, and the, the bread wine. and the wine. And he says, do what you have to do. And do it quickly. And do it and quickly. And then Satan entered Satan Judas. Satan entered him. Yep. And he did he what he did. Couldn't do it without permission. Nope. But, you know, it says, uh, I got written here, it says, Satan is a spirit being who opposes God and seeks to uh, thwart his plans and lead his people astray and into rebellion. But when you look at every time Satan is mentioned, he has no true power. He cannot do anything without God's permission or yours. He only tempts you and the people around you there's always a choice. And the thing about the temptation also, like I think we were talking about this the other night, He want, the devil wants to keep his hands as clean as he can. Oh, yeah. Because he knows judgment's coming. So if, if, he can, if he can manipulate somebody else to do his plans, he's going to. Oh, okay. <laughs> We'll get to that. I'm too. sitting here holding up one finger, like wait, 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 wait. That's the punchline. That's the punchline. Sorry. Go ahead. So now, now you know we've covered the Old Testament. Okay. So now we're going to move into the New Testament. The New okay? Testament. We're going to try to stay chronological. Uh, so where do we find Satan in the New Testament? Luke four one through two, and then we we talked about that briefly. You know, Jesus being tempted in the wilderness. Right. Uh, but what's I uh, got written here? You know, Jesus is—he's uh, the first Adam, which you know in Hebrew, Adam, right, is Adam, okay, which means mankind. So yes, he was a man, but he's to symbolize all of humanity, right? Uh, you know, well, yeah, because because he takes all humanity's sin when he dies. But it says Jesus is the first Adam to resist the devil, where so many before him have failed, Adam. Eve, Cain, even Moses, and his people in the wilderness. Noah. I mean, after there's yeah. so many. You know, yeah. we always fall to the devil. Yep. So Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, had to come down in the flesh and do what we couldn't do. Oh yeah, and He proved to us it can be done. Yeah. But we just don't have the courage or willpower to do it. Right. And later in Luke four, uh, verse five through seven, you know, Satan, you know, shows him the world. And after three failed attempts, you know, he flees for him to the opportune time. We talked about that. Luke 10, 18. After he resists the devil, he starts his ministry. Here he sends out his disciples to take back the nations. Uh, 
and God's people. That's why Jesus didn't accept Satan's offer earlier. He knew he was about to take it all back anyway. I was about to say that. Yeah. When they came back all excited, telling Jesus of all the miracles and the demons that they had cast out, Jesus replies, I saw Satan fall like lightning. If you read the context of that passage, you know, in my opinion, he's saying basically, yeah, I know. You were wreaking havoc on Satan's kingdom. He shot down from the sky like a like a barn was on fire. Yeah. You know, because they were like, oh, look what all we've done, Jesus. We've cast out demons in your name. We've done miracles, done all these great things. And then that's when Jesus replies, I saw Satan fall like lightning. Yeah. Like he's, you know, if you read it in the context, that's what it sounds like to me because he's saying, Oh, yeah, I know what you've been doing. I saw Satan fall like lightning and yeah. put out the fires you're starting Yeah, on his kingdom. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, because it, I mean, it's it's the saying that I've heard growing up. If you're, if you're doing what Satan wants you to do, if you're not following God, you're doing the worldly thing, he's not going to mess with you. He don't care. Oh, no. I can't you're, remember you're, who, who it was, Paul no, Harvey or whoever, but I love yeah, that. He said, if you've you not met the devil face to face, it's because you're going in the same direction. Yeah, you, you have no... He has no quarrels with you. You're not a threat. You're not a threat at all. As soon as you start preaching, or as you you know, you're talking to your to your coworker or your neighbor or whoever. Or podcasting, yeah. yeah. I mean <laughs> you get it from everywhere. If you're doing the kingdom's work, he's yeah. gonna he's gonna I fight mean, you. I mean your wife might get mad at you, your your parents, your brother and sister, whoever, you know, it's it's gonna happen. That's why it, it says following God isn't easy. No, no. The whole world's pretty much against you. No, oh, yeah. They will hate and, you and, for thy name's sake. Yep. That's that was Jesus' words. Yeah. Yep. So I mean that's perfect. Oh yeah. Coming down like lightning, you know, yeah. almost like he was up there in the council meeting saying Oh yeah, God! Look at well, look what else I'm doing. Well, well imagine and this. Then, this is oh me crap! Using, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, this is me using my imagination. Yeah, I dug yeah, really that was me. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're up there in the divine council, kind of like the Job thing, you know. Yeah, and, and, and uh-huh, God's uh-huh, like, oh, where you these... been, Satan? I've been going to and fro, you know, and all this stuff, you know. Yeah, and God's like wrecking havoc. You see, you see, you losing control. Of your nation's down there. You, you my... see that Jesus oh, down there? I'll be right back. <laughs> you see my, you see my boy down there. You see what my boy's done? Yeah, you see him wrecking your world. Yeah. Oh, oh, I gotta get out of here. I got some stuff to put out. Yeah, I gotta go. Yeah. Fires put out. <laughs> That's a good, oh, good yeah. little you know picture in your, yeah. and and like we've talked before. There, there's a little bit of comedy and, and arrogance almost. You know, I can't remember what passage it was, but you had Baal. Oh yeah, they're worshiping Baal Car- and and Carmel, yeah, yeah, and he's like pouring water on this fire. It's like, oh, Baal must be asleep. <laughs> While he's pouring water on his own fire for God to light. Yeah. Maybe he and, can't and, hear you. A little yeah, louder. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, well, now mine's drenched in water. Hey, watch this. Yeah. Hold oh. my beer. Watch this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have so- sopping wet firewood blazing, blazing like crazy. Yeah. Ah, maybe he's asleep. Yeah. Bell must, he must be asleep. He's or taking something. a nap. Yeah. A little I louder. I mean, it's, it's almost. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's, it's comical. comical. Yeah, he's know. taunting them. Yeah, and that's another case of and that, spiritual that, warfare. I mean, if you do, if like our scenario, there, oh yeah, that's almost like God's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember? Well, last time, you know, it didn't work too out with Job. Yeah. He still he didn't fall away. You did everything you could do minus kill him. Yeah, but th- this time I, I'm gonna but what, throw my but, card in in the yeah. deck. <laughs> yeah, but but you see Jesus down there. Yeah, check out my so boy. So he's wrecking your world. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's funny, and it, and and like we discussed, it was Satan's world to wreck. Yeah, you know, he was wrecking Satan's world. Yeah, we'll see. And then uh, the next we got, I got John thirteen twenty seven. You know, of course, we done mentioned that kind of briefly. You know, that was the whole uh, uh, Last Supper, right? You know, he couldn't yep. do nothing unless he was given permission. It wasn't until he dipped the the bread into the wine and gave it to Judas and said, "Do what you must do and do it quickly." And it wasn't until then. That Satan entered Judas. Yep. And went and talked to the Romans. Yeah. And uh, me, I'm a firm believer that uh, Revelation 12, you know, was about the birth of Christ. You know, and uh, that's something that uh, I think a lot of Christians do hold, but maybe some has not heard of, you know, of that. 
uh, I mean, I'll get into that kind of briefly just for the ones that don't know. But this could be an episode all on its own. But uh, We might have to make it an episode. Oh, yeah. But uh, Revelation 12, you know, it says this, you know, is basically, it's about the birth of Jesus Christ, you know. It's literal, and it's also allegory. You know, the woman, Mary, also, you know, Israel, yep. the child, yep. Christ, the dragon, Satan. You know, it says, Satan plotted to kill the child, Jesus, through tempting, whispering in the ear of Herod. Because you remember, his wise king men Herod, said, oh, there's yeah. a great king going to be born. Yeah, and he's like, whoa, 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 Kill whoa. the firstborn of all the Jews. Yeah, you kill know. everybody, yeah. I will not be dethroned, you know. Nope. yep. So that was Satan whispering in the ears of his principalities uh, yep. and people, letting them know what he wanted done. Because remember, the uh, the you curse, kill the seed, yeah, the, the dragon yep. slayer prophecy. Yep. He this all is what he was trying the, to to thwart, you know, or thwart. All the way you from know. the beginning. Yeah. So it says. Remember, he wanted all the male children murdered because of uh, the magi told him that heaven declared the birth of a great king. He's seen as a threat and his. Uh, seen as a threat to his rule and wanted it dead so did satan remember that curse of the serpent in genesis 3 the seed of the woman would crush his head you know and it says goes on later it says that a war broke out in heaven the dragon and it says quote swept down one third of the stars of heaven the stars are often representations of heavenly beings so, did he defeat slash destroy a third of the angels? Or did he convince one third of the angels to rebel with him? I'm thinking it's the convince part. Because like you said, the devil has his angels, right? Yeah. So, he's, he talked, I mean, that's another saying that I like to say. If, if, if Satan can talk angels out of heaven, we ain't got a chance. No. Not you, without you, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you've got to... He is our salvation. He is our yep. righteousness because we can't do it on our own. Correct. You know, so, but, you know, something like that, that's up to opinion, you know, interpretation, really, you know, because it don't really, you know, specify. Right. But, yeah, me and you are both in the same line of thinking. I yeah. think it's, you know, that he didn't well, defeat I'm, a third of the angels and sweep them down from heaven. No, he he convinced I a third he, to come with like him. I think just like the Watchers, possibly. He convinced yeah. the Watchers, and then... You know, was it Deuteronomy 32 that we're talking about? Yeah. But if you notice, this was after the child Christ was called up to God and to his throne room. You know, so let's take a look at the timeline and, and basically my theory of how the entire story fits together. Everything from the garden to Revelation. Okay. Now, now I'm going to specify, you know, I'm a man. I ain't got it all figured out. No, no. You know, I could be wrong. That's what that's what this whole thing's about. I'm studying and I'm trying to figure it out. You know, that's what this whole thing's about. After reading my Bible and several different books, I've took nuggets from all kinds of different kind of authors and just kind of pieced this together in my head. You know, so basically, once again, my theory and timeline of Satan. Ezekiel 28. It's clearly about Satan, the spirit behind the king of Tyre. This ID Satan as the guardian cherub that he had fallen. Genesis 3 tempts Adam and Eve to become as gods. God curses Satan to crawl on his belly and eat dust. He was expelled from paradise, a.k.a. the garden of God, but still had access to the throne room and the, the divine counsel of God, as we will see in uh, Job and many other verses that I mentioned. The curse also said that the seed of the woman would crush his head. Right. The dragon slayer prophecy. Yeah. Job, one, uh, chapter 1, verse 6 through 12, and chapter 2, verse 1 through 7. We see here Satan clearly still had access to the divine council in the throne room of God. Maybe he could only come when he was invited, but still had access nonetheless. But his role had changed. No longer a guardian cherub that we see in Ezekiel 28 and what uh, Ezekiel 28 speaks of. It's like he's been demoted to the accuser or the prosecuting attorney, attorney slash watcher of earth and mankind. Later in Zechariah chapter 3, verse 1 through 2, same as Job, from Satan here, the accuser, the prosecuting attorney of earth or mankind. But notice, here we are. He is at the right hand of God in the throne in that verse. 
I think that's important. It specified where he was. Right. So, with that in mind, let's back up just a little bit. Remember the curse. The seed of the woman shall crush your head. Adam and Eve had two sons, right? Cain and Abel. God himself had two sons, right? Our elder brothers, the Benaiha Elohim, the sons of God, were created first. A.K.A. the heavenly beings, the lowercase g gods, whatever right. label you want to put on them. Right. Then there was us, mankind. So Abel represented mankind. Found favor with God. While Cain, Satan, the Killed. A.K.A. sons of God, did not. Right. I believe that Satan feared Abel was the seed that would crush his head. Okay. So he tempted Cain to kill his brother. John chapter 8 verse 44, verse 44 said that he was a murderer from the beginning, did he not? It did. Okay. Genesis 6. Still paranoid from the dragon slayer prophecy of, of God about the woman's seed, Satan thought, what better way? To overthrow God's plan than to corrupt the seed. The watchers. God. But he could not do it directly himself. He had to keep his hands clean, as you said earlier, Ben. Yep. So he did what he does best. The book of Enoch even says that the fallen angels became subject to the devil. He tempted the angels to lust after the women and corrupt the seed of mankind in his mind, saving his own neck from, from his head being crushed from the seed right. of the woman. Yeah, because obviously the watchers corrupted the seed, did they, they not? They did, and then they are casting the abyss till judgment day. Yeah, and he knew. That's why he didn't want to yeah. do it. Yeah, he knew, he knew punishment would come. So let's let punishment be cast on somebody else. So they I'll were just, the pawns in his game. Yeah, I'll you know? manipulate them and let them be sacrificed yeah. pretty much for my game. Exactly. Then Genesis 6, 9, God brought the flood and preserved the righteous seed of Noah. Yep. So the dragon slayer prophecy was still alive. Genesis chapter 11. After the flood, Satan went right back to work, this time tempting a new group of Beneha Elohim, sons of God, from the divine council. Probably telling them, you know, you could be worshipped like gods by these people, but just don't copulate with them. That's what got the last group in trouble. You know, as long as you don't do that, you're good. That's what got them in trouble. Yeah. So, Deuteronomy 32 happened, Tower of Babel. The people worshipped these sons of God. So that God divided the before. tongues. Yeah, so God divided yep. the tongues and the peoples amongst them. Yep. So now, Satan was the king of the realm, and these sons of gods were his lords. Once again, Satan kept his hands clean. Now in control of earth, Satan could rest easy. He was no longer worried about the seed of the woman because he ruled over the seed. Until <laughs> Revelation 12. Okay. The dragon slayer is born. Yep. Satan sent his lords to tell the earthly kings to kill the Christ, but they failed. War broke out in heaven, and Satan was cast down. Revelation 12, verse 8 says explicitly that he was thrown down because there was no longer a place for him. Luke chapter 4. Satan tries to tempt Jesus. It's always worked in the past on the other sons of God, right? Yep. And mankind. Oh, yeah. Yep. He's always been successful, so yep. of course he's, he's going to try. He, yep. He's able to manipulate the angels for, say, the El other Elohim, lowercase, God, lowercase g gods. So why not try with Jesus? Because that's what I he, mean, he's a son of God, yep. right? Yep. Uh, John thirteen twenty seven. After many attempts to bribe and stop Jesus, Satan finally decides to kill him. The parable of the bad tenant. Jesus gives permission. Do what thou must, but do it quickly. Right. Little did Satan know he was about to seal his own fate. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 8. For if they understood, talking about the principalities, right. the spiritual wickedness yep. in high yep. places, the lords, 
the spiritual lords. Let me be right. specific. Right, yeah, not the earthly lords, yes. the spiritual lords. For if they understood, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. They didn't know what they were doing. They're still Rem- all manipulated. Yeah. And remember, when the child was caught up to heaven, that was the ascension of Christ from the Mount of Olives. That's when Satan was thrown down because there was no place for him, right? So at the start of the throne room vision, John says that everyone was crying, for no one was worthy to open the seals of the scroll. Revelation 5. What side was Jesus standing on? The right side. He says he took the scroll from the right hand of the Father. And remember, Zechariah chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. Satan was on the right hand of the Father. There was no place for Satan because Jesus took it. Boom. Boom. Mic drop. Mic drop. Goosebumps. He's got chills. Goosebumps. So we went from the accuser of the brethren on the right hand of the Father day and night to the Savior of mankind. Yes, to Jesus Christ who is our intercessor who, and who fights for us day and night. Amen. Amen. That yeah, I'm telling chills. you, man, I'm tearing up over <laughs> here, man. I ain't lying. So, my microphone is in the way of my face ID. Hang on a minute, I'm trying to pull up a verse. So, Revelation 12, 12 through 17. 17. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. But woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil has come down to you in great wrath, because he knows that his time is short. And when the dragon saw that he had been thrown down to earth, he pursued the woman who had given birth to the male child. But the woman was given the two wings of great eagle, so that she might fly from the serpent into the wilderness to the place where she is to be nourished for a time and times and half a time. The serpent poured water like a river out of his mouth after the woman to sweep her away with a flood. But the earth came to the help of the woman, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed the river that the dragon had poured from its mouth. Then the dragon became furious with the woman, and went off to make war with the rest of her offspring on those who kept the commandments of God and hold to the testimony of Jesus. And he stood on the sand of the sea. You know, first he made war with the, the woman, right. Israel. Israel, okay? yeah. This is the, through the Romans and through the Nazis, okay? And, and uh, there's a whole lot more between all them, but those are the main ones. Oh, yeah, the yeah. big ones that come to mind. Yeah. So that didn't work. Christianity grew even stronger under persecution. So he then went to make war with her offspring, which is us, the Gentiles, the non-Jewish believers, those who keep the commandments of God and the testimony of Jesus. But woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil has come to you in great wrath because he knows that his time is short. Satan has figured out the best way to destroy something is from the inside. Look at the Roman Catholic Church, their holy crusade. It was okay to murder with a red cross on your armor. Look at all the pagan symbols. The Pope holds a gold staff with a sun on top where supposedly the presence of God presides. An obelisk in a dome is in their courtyard which is nothing more than Osiris' phallus in the womb of Isis. Christ died, so we didn't need an intercessor for God. But they must ask the priest for forgiveness, not God. Look at all the children that these quote-unquote holy men have molested throughout the years. It's evil with a godly mask. Look at all the denominations of the church. They all cherry-pick God's word, to what suits them best was it not Satan himself and his quote do as thou wilt you know look how we fight amongst ourselves we gossip about one another 
We drive people out of the church. No wonder the church is shrinking. We must know the enemy to defeat him. We must see the spiritual war going on all around us. Faith, hope, and love are gifts that he gave us. But the greatest is love. Jesus himself said, Love fulfills the law. Remember that you are an imager of God. God is love. You know, if you guys got time, check out 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 through 8. You know, it says that love is patient, love is kind, love is long-suffering. It doesn't keep record of wrongs. So we are given dominion of this place to rule in his image, not Satan. And James, which was Jesus' brother, chapter 4, verse 7, said it best. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. That's right. That's what that's my theory timeline. <laughs> okay. Now now I got I got when you was reading about the the devil pretty much the river. Yes, yes. Cast the river. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to drown her out pretty much, you know, drown her out pretty much. But then God also owns the earth. Oh yeah, he intervenes when he when he, he sees op- fit. He opened it up and says, "No, no, 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 no." Oh yeah, and then uh, you know he's—I mean—he's in a rage. Oh yeah, you know it's like it's like a it's like a kid, almost like a bully who got beat up. Well, think about you know? it. If if my theory slash timeline right is correct, well, I mean it makes sense all the time that and planning that he took for nothing. Yes. Every little move he made, yeah. first, you know, the, with Adam and Eve, then with Cain and Abel, then and with the, the you know, Tower of Babel, Deuteronomy 32. All these things he's been, all these moves he's been making was all for nothing, and he was thrown down. He he was bested. He's in a rage. He knows his time is short. And I'm, I mean, look at everything today. That's what, you know, that's what he's, he's trying to destroy everything. I mean, really, what what is really good in the world anymore? You know? Yeah. I mean, you got family. You know, there's obviously good stuff. But, I mean, I, we're, we're made in God's image. We're, we're imagers of God. We are... I don't, I don't take that as we look like God, because we all look different. Oh, no. If we all look like God, we'd all look the same. So... We we are here as God's representatives, is the way I take that. As He rules right. heaven, we're to rule okay. this realm. And then it's like our job is to have dominion of the planet and to nurture it, to till it, to grow it, to to pretty much make it into the garden. Because he had his garden on earth. At some sometimes I I assume, you know it's like well was it on earth was it in heaven was it in heaven we know I, it's God's holy know. mountain yeah but that's as, that's yeah as you know because it, it gets. says you know he cast them down to earth to till the to till you know the ground is the man's curse you know um so was it somewhere but still if you're on a mountain and you're cast down you're still cast down you know yeah directional wise. Um, and then you have, you know, like in Genesis one, where it talks about the cherubim blocking the way, which we assume might be Jesus. Yeah. The flaming you know, sword, the, the, the flaming yeah. sword and everything. Cause Jesus is the way, the truth and the, you know, oh, yeah. the light to everlasting. See, I love that. Cause it said, you yeah. know, some translation says, you know, a flaming sword that goes this way and that yeah. the cross goes this way and, that. Yeah. and a sword, you know, like we said that yeah. one episode, right. Yeah. The sword stuck I am in the, the ground, way, the truth and the life and the fire went out. And it's the cross that he died on for our sins, you know. But uh, it's almost like our job is we have dominion. I mean, do we still have dominion? Because like it said in Noah, in Genesis there, where it was talking about, you know, the animals, they'll fear us and everything. But it's almost at the same time we rule over them. And see, in, in my my opinion, you know, in the creation account, it said we are made in the image of God. As God right. rules heaven, we are to rule this realm, earth, right. okay? So basically, we were given the property deed. 
You yeah, know, it was his. Still his. Yeah, he we, owns we were the, it. We had a rule over. We're we're almost like the tenants. But then, as Paul said, yeah. we traded the truth for a lie. Yep. We worshipped the created things instead of the Creator, so we gave it away. And I, in my opinion, the scroll, right, that that they're holding at the ascension, and they're all weeping. It's, it's kind of like the deed. It is the deed. I firmly as, believe it. That's why they were weeping. Nobody was pure enough to claim to the claim deed. it back, but Jesus Christ. That makes sense. So you know, look, he gets dominion back, you're right? And he's given enough time. He's patiently waiting, like in the days of the flood, for the for the the righteous to come back home, right? And when he comes well, back he, down from heaven, he he's going to give us right? dominion and back. And talking and we'll, about this we'll, we'll, also, we'll rule right beside of him. And this also talking about this makes me think of the story of the father that stands at the fence, at the fence line, waiting for. The son to return. The prodigal son. Yeah. And if that's not an allegory of the fallen yeah. angels and mankind, well, and our, our older yes. brother. We, yes. are, we are the younger brother that defiled ourselves and rolled in pig dung and come back, yep. and he forgave us. And that's why the, the elder angels, brother was upset. Because the angels were like, w- why? We've yes. been true to you this the whole time. time. We've never left, just We've like never, the elder son. Yep. Yes. Yep. If that why? is not allegory and, for the fallen angels and, yet, and us, I don't know what he is. And yet he holds us in higher glory. He's more forgiving with us. Yeah, than the angels, yeah. you know. And it's it's just amazing. It is when you dig. Yeah. I mean, there's so much more than... Now I'm tearing up. Yeah. <laughs> there's so much more that, you know, like we were talking, you know, um, you learn these Bible stories and stuff in preschool and not preschool, Sunday school and... But but they don't go into great detail, and then big church will say, you know, its goal is to, you know, Jesus loves you, you know, get you saved, and yeah. that, and that's that's and that, great. Yes, you that, know. Is, that is awesome. But, but once you are, are but already once you're saved, already saved, where's the draw closer to God with these yeah, nuggets? Yeah, he connects the dots for I you, mean, and it brings you closer in gives, relationship. It gives to it him. more power that all this occurred just so we. Can go back to heaven. No, he and loves be with us them. this much. Like, like Doug was saying, we're bound to him. Yes, he want he wants to love us so much that he's pretty much. Which he used a different like a when them kids strap yeah, things. The, we're but on the we're leash. Hang, yeah, we're handcuffed to him. So we try. Nothing he's like, can no. separate us from yeah. the love of God. Yeah, you know, because the, the word just, he was talking about was Hesiod. Yeah, the, Hesiod, the Hebrew word yeah. Hesiod for love. Yeah, and, it, and it's know. just to think all the stuff that we do. How messed we've up all, we are! We've all done it. He's just right there, like, "Hey, guy, I'm here the whole time. I'm waiting, I'm waiting by the on fence. you. Come on home. I'm waiting on you. I gotta do. I can't come get you because we have free will. We have to come back. Amen. Look at this. Bless him, Lord. <laughs> Shoot. But uh, it's the whole. He's waiting on us, and then it's like nothing. Ha- it's a party. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, kill the cow, kill the, you know, kill the pig." Us, us here in the south, let's kill the pigs. Let's have us a pork roast, you yeah. know. But, I mean, it's just. It's beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. I guess that's good in though. We're coming in yeah. on the hour <laughs> mark. But Whew. you guys, uh, we we I want to say that we really appreciate those that uh, that tune are in. listening. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at this point, we're like on number seven or eight episodes. Yeah, we j- and but we've we just, just released two. just released the first introduction of us and the first one. Yeah, the divine the, council. divine council. And we've what? What'd you say this morning? We was got like 100? sixty something downloads already. Yeah. The first twenty four hours. What'd we got people say? in Belgium listening yes. to us. So if you're still listening in Belgium, hi to you guys. Yes, thank um, you, and we, we, and we thank you. What you said, like. Would you say Australia or something? Austria? Uh, there, Where'd you there say? Was, it shows a map and it shows hot points. You know, okay. it has like you know roundabout locations. I haven't looked it said at like it, three so. or f- I'll show you when we get off yeah. there. But there's three or four in Belgium, uh, Florida, uh, Michigan, California, California, San Francisco. Uh, it's just and we're we're just four dudes. Yeah, we're just four in a garage. In a garage, in a garage talking about God and digging in His Word, man. At my house, <laughs> we're very you know, old. yeah, it, it's just amazing. And and I want to say too, 
we might not have it all figured out. We might oh, be we wrong definitely on some don't stuff, have it all figured but out. But we're seeking, and I think God yep. will bless us for seeking. Yeah, and I mean, if anything, it's just making us dig more. Yeah, and, and pray for us. You know yep. that we do get discernment. That's right. And hey, everything we talk about is biblical. We give you tons of biblical verses, right? And we're hoping to inspire and, you to dig into your Bible. And hey, yeah, even if you think we're wrong. Yeah, and, and it, it if, makes you dig if, into if, the Bible and, and right. look up the verses that we mention, and you send us an email or something like and that. We'll, and we'll look we'll at it. We'll them. research it. Yeah, and uh, tell them the email address yeah, there. And, it's so that 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 shows us that what we were trying to do is working. Yeah, we're, we are causing people to to dig into their Bible. Yeah, because we're this and praise God, that's what a, it's all about. Yeah, this started as a Bible study. So yeah, like the email we just set up. If you guys, you know, if you got questions, comments. Uh, suggestions for future episodes uh, we might even do episodes if we get enough of these things where we'll answer the questions on on the podcast you know oh yeah and address do it do a question and yeah, answer a Q&A. Yeah. yeah even if it's personal questions about us or testimony whatever, whatever. We, we welcome it all uh but the email address is um the dig 423 at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you keep digging guys <laughs>